0: I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. It's not very well ventilated down there. A Christ's sake, Derek, you've been down at one day. Talk to me in 30 years. What's up everybody? It is your boy D-Roy. It is week five, but all we're going to be doing today is talking about the Thursday night football game. You know that turd fest called Tampa versus Chicago in Chicago, Illinois, of course. Uh, find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore one three. Find me on Facebook Dennis M. Roy. And uh, let's see here. What else we got? Oh, uh, anybody care to donate? Hit me up on Venmo. Dennis-Roy-14 or over on PayPal, RoyDog underscore 13 at Yahoo.com. We have a Thursday night football game, like I said, Tampa Bay at Chicago. We're going to go through this one. Uh, this is gonna be pretty straightforward for the most part um i 'm gonna keep this podcast rather short as i 'm trying to finish up the spreadsheet for week five's main slate and for the Sunday night football and Monday night football game um i'm leaving in all the games that are have some kind of relation to covid. Exposure exposed players for right now. Um, We have no definition of what's going on, uh, where stuff's getting moved. Uh, The big one in particular is the Tennessee game uh, versus the Buffalo Bills. That one's looking more like it's come more and more like it's going to come off the slate altogether. get moved to at the very at very best Monday Tuesday night so expect that one to be off the main slate I'm gonna play I'm probably just going to go through uh the first run uh for the write up this weekend uh I'm gonna go through it basically as if it's not even on the slate um no need to really talk about it. If it does get moved to the Monday or Tuesday, I will, of course, move that section of the spreadsheet uh, to its proper place, just like last week. So, and I can't get this. I can't drink enough water today. What the good lord? Dehydrators all i get out. Any which way, let's go do Tampa Bay, Chicago. Then I can get working on the spreadsheet again and uh, get that finished up and maybe, just maybe, have another podcast out for you guys uh, when you wake up in the morning tomorrow. So let's get into it. Tampa Bay at Chicago. Tampa opened as a three-point favorite. 45.5 was the over-under. Tampa is still a three-point favorite. That did move up to 3.5, and and now it's back down to 3. Um and that was overnight, so now we got a a 44.5 over-under. Pretty much going to be more of a defensive game. This is not going to be a pretty game. Uh, It's definitely not one that I'm going to fucking miss at all uh, as I get ready to be up at 11 o'clock tonight. Um, So, yeah, you guys can enjoy the turd fest. That that is uh, Bucks-Bears. Um so defensive matchups gonna be a, a lot of on the ground. Um a lot of on the ground use with the running backs uh for the most part. We have a lot of injuries over on the Buccaneers side. LaShawn McCoy is definitely out. Leonard Fournette is doubtful. So that makes Keyshawn Vaughn relevant with Ronald Jones. Uh, We have Mike Evans. He is questionable. He's expected to play as well as Scotty Miller. And then we have uh, Chris Godwin and Justin Watson are already deemed out. Over on the Bears side, everybody is pretty good, except we have Darnell Mooney, uh, their rookie wide receiver, who is questionable. Um. Nothing as far as the Tampa side on defense uh, with any injuries, concerns here. We do have uh, uh, backup cornerback Sharik McManus. He's doubtful to play. Uh, Safety Deion Bush is out. So take a look here. Let's start in the offense here. Let's go through the DVOAs. Uh, So total offense DVOA. Uh, Football Outsiders has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers rated as the seventh best offense in the league. They have the 12th best passing offense and the sixth best, I apologize, my uh, seventh best rushing offense. Uh, their offensive line is pretty decent. Uh, pa- uh, offensive line pass DVOA of six in the league, uh, 16th in rush offensive line DVOA, which is good. Uh, They hold the advantage in the rushing game to the Chicago Bears uh, defensive line. Uh, They're at a slight disadvantage in the uh, uh, pass blocking, which, of course, you know, when you have uh, Khalil Mack on the other side, anything can happen really in there. Uh, Tom Brady is going to be going against the fifth-ranked pass defense, uh, second in DVP uh, points allowed to the quarterback. So it's going to be a tough matchup here. Like I said, it's going to be kind of a grinded out game. It's a you know short week uh, coming. Both teams played on Sunday and then coming in here on Thursday. So they'll rely on the running backs. Take a look there, uh, Mister Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn will be going against the 16th ranked uh, DVOA rush defense, 12th against running backs in the passing game. But they are 17th in the league in points allowed to the running back position at 21.8 on FanDuel and 24.1 on DraftKings. So there is a spot to attack right here. Uh, We just need to kind of decide if we're going to go with one Ronald Jones or if we're going to use Keyshawn Vaughn. That is going to be our question. So we're going to go to the target spreadsheet. Uh Hope you enjoy the target spreadsheet a little bit better, uh than what I had here. I cleaned it up a bit. Uh, you don't have to tr- scroll down so far to get into the certain positions. Uh left a little less open spots there. Uh also added the opponents, I'll be at keeping that up so you can kinda see what they did against certain opponents. Um, once you kinda get farther, you know, into the season, you you know how the offenses are gonna run against these certain defenses, right? So um You'll be able to see their ups and downs as they go through the season and know exactly why they have the ups and downs. So Ronald Jones had 20 carries last week for 111 yards, good for a 5.55 average. Uh, He was targeted nine times in the passing game for six receptions, 17 yards. That was 20% of the targets. LaShawn McCoy is out this week. Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, had three carries for four yards for a 1.33 average, so not really doing anything there. Uh, passing game, he caught two balls on three targets for 22 yards and a touchdown, so that's good. Uh, Mike Evans should play. He had 17% of the target volume. Justin Watson's going to be out this week. He had 13 Uh, Chris Godwin is, of course, out. Scotty Miller was 15%. Uh, We are going to lose uh, O.J. Howard at tight end, who would have been my tight end of preference. Um, We'll get to him in a minute. So Ronald Jones is actually the guy that I'm probably going to utilize more of. I'm probably going to run three lineups. Uh, Ronald Jones will be in two of them. Um two of the three probably. I don't know if I'm gonna put Keyshawn Vaughn in there. It's gonna be tricky. I guess it all kind of depends on how the how this kind of uh the lineup builds itself here. Uh, Wide receivers, I'm not really going to focus on anything in here, although I will tell you that Tyler Johnson's probably going to get some play here, uh, and he's going to be probably taking that spot right against uh, Buster Screen out of the uh, slot. But like I said, I'm not really too much into the passing game. If I'm going to utilize the passing game, uh, the best spot to attack is actually at tight end. So John Hansen this morning kind of, you know, ruin the trick here of using Rob Gronkowski this week going against the 17th-ranked DVOA defense against the tight end. They're 20th in points allowed to the tight end position at 11.1 on FanDuel and 13.5 on DK. So definitely in play are two two tight ends, right? Rob Gronkowski, of course, he's going to be popular because Hanson already said, uh, Rob Gronkowski here. Um, so I'm probably going to run Rob Gronkowski on two of the lineups and then run Cameron Brait on the third as kind of the hedge pivot. The guy that, you know, a lot of people aren't going to run or they're going to be stupid and run Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Brait. I don't think both of them are going to score. It's going to be one or the other. Now the smarter choice would probably be Rob Gronkowski because he's getting more of the snap share, but you are going to have you are going to have Cameron Break come out now, and he's going to assume that OJ Howard role. And OJ Howard was actually more of the guy getting, you know, targeted week in and week out versus uh, Gronkowski, who it took three weeks to kind of get in there. But even last week, you look at Rob Gronkowski, one reception on three targets for twenty nine yards, good for seven percent target share. OJ Howard three for six for 50 yards and a touchdown. That was a 13%, so double the target share, right? On the season, you're going to see Rob Gronkowski has nine catches for, on 14 targets for 88 yards and no touchdowns. Can't, uh, pardon me, O.J. Howard, 11 for 19, 146 yards and two touchdowns. Cameron Brate right now is on one reception for two targets, three yards, and a touchdown. Rob Gronkowski has always been, you know, a really good blocking tight end, a good inline tight end. Cameron Brate is not a blocking tight end. He's more of the guy that's going to can slip out to the slot into you know wide receiver patterns. So I want to take a shot with Cameron Brait. So three lineups, I'm at least going to have one of Cameron Brait to offset Gronk. But I do believe that Gronk is a really good play. If you're doing single entry, you have to make the decision there. It starts there. Whether or not you're going to put him in a captain spot, you know, it is what it is. Of the pass catchers, you know, of any offensive piece really on the Buccaneers, I would say Ronald. you have Ronald Jones, Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Brait. I'm probably thinking the tight end is going to go in my captain spot. But if we look at the Buccaneers' defense, this is on D.K., 5,400. DVP rank against the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears are allowing five and a half points allowed. That's on average. It's always going to be kind of low because I take that off the NFL.com fantasy. So they're 17th in DVP. It's pretty high, it's decent. So we can consider Tampa's defense. We like Tampa's defense were shitty last week but that might work out to our favor. They might be underowned or underused, I should say, because of what happened with the Chargers last weekend. We have to consider them. Also have to consider Ryan Suckup 9k on FanDuel, 4.2 on DK going against the 26 ranked defense versus kickers at 9.75 that's hell that's high it's really high there actually is a jump point um, when you get to 20th ranked up to 26 so definitely don't don't not think about the defense and the kicker and both kickers in this in this matchup okay we're move to the Chicago Bears side. Nick Foles is going against the fourth-ranked uh, DVOA pass defense. They've been pretty solid uh, for the last three weeks. They've held steady and so has the points per game. DVP rank of 4, 16.6 on FanDuel, 17.7 on DK. I've also heard some talk about you, the use of David Montgomery in this game. Okay fair. The Bears did sign Lamar Miller. I don't expect him to be in this game. You can't use him anyways. But the usage should go to David Montgomery unless the Bears fuck it up, which they do every week. David Montgomery will be facing the number two rush DVOA defense and number seven versus the running back in the passing game. Tampa is ninth in points allowed to the running back position at 20.4 on FanDuel, 24.6 on DK. So do we trust David Montgomery? Never. We never trust David Montgomery. I'm going to go to their page here. Again, we're not using the running backs or uh, quarterbacks, my bad. Uh, Let's see what happened last week here. So David Montgomery had 10 rushing attempts for 27 yards, good for a 2.7 average. Uh, He's actually gone down each of the last two weeks as far as average. Uh, Receiving had three receptions on six targets, good for 30 yards. That was a 14% target share. So not bad out of the running back position. He's held pretty steady. Uh, he had to jump up this last week because they were playing from behind, which I would expect him actually to be in this game too. So let's see, four weeks, three targets, three targets, three targets, six targets. Carries, 13, 16, 14, 10. Who else was in here? quarterrell Patterson was involved in here. He's actually been involved every, everything, every uh, game this week. Or year yeah I'm not I'm not worried about him not worried about Cordorll Patterson just whether or not Montgomery can actually get a point total over the kickers that's that's kind of what I'm struggling with so on DK for last week David Montgomery would have gotten you two point seven five point seven 8.7 points last week. He hasn't scored a touchdown yet, though. Oh, he has in the passing game. So, <clears throat> I don't know. David Montgomery might be the first one that I would fade out. Not really too happy with him. Um, The volume should be there. It should be there in a game that would be grinded out. But it's whether or not the Bears are going to actually make the right decision. And I don't know about that. Looking at the wide receivers, you have Allen Robinson facing the number two defense versus wide receiver ones. Anthony Miller facing the number 29 defense versus wide receiver twos. And Mr. Darnell Mooney, possibly Javon Wims, if Mooney sits, uh, facing defense that is 21st against wide receiver plus and giving up, and let's see, their DVP points versus position, they are 15th, allowing 27.9 points on FanDuel and 35.9 on DK. So Darnell Mooney is the guy that's kind of been rising up the charts a little bit here. Allen Robinson against Jamel Dean, he actually has a slight advantage on him. Uh, Anthony Miller against Sean Murphy Bunting has a slight advantage And then uh, Mooney Against Carlton Davis is actually a disadvantage But I'm not going to buy into that Really too much Um, I mean If you want to trust Allen Robinson I guess just out of sheer volume Nine target, nine targets Thirteen targets, ten targets Been You know Pretty much there every week Tag is basically nothing in this offense. Anthony Miller, six targets, three targets, five targets, five targets. Uh, so that's 12% target share. Allen Robinson is actually a 24% target share here. Uh, Javon Wims had nothing. Riley Ridley is not doing anything. It's uh, Let's see here. Darnell Mooney actually didn't do anything last week. It was the week before where he had five targets. Interesting. He actually had nothing. Unless I fucked that Nah, I actually fucked that up on the target sheet. God damn it. we got distracted on that one. Uh, Darnell Mooney last week uh, had nine targets. Had five receptions for 52 yards. Good for a 21% target share. So um, I'm thinking Mooney might be actually viable. That's got to be a Nick Foles effect. No, he was targeted three in week one, three in week two, five in week three, which is when Foles came in. He got a little bit more involved in there. But I mean he definitely He definitely came in there last week. So man, Mooney might be Mooney might be a guy. Pay attention to the questionable thing we should have in actives, you know, a couple hours before the game, but uh, it is quite possible. Um, I can see Mooney, if, especially if they wanted to switch him and Miller uh, between the slot and opposite of Allen Robinson. That's eh, not a bad thing. Uh, tight ends, Jimmy Graham definitely. Now I have heard a little bit of rumors that they want to get Cole Comet a little bit more involved. I'm not going to buy into it. Uh, Facing the 24th ranked DVOA defense versus tight ends. Uh, But only 11th in points allowed to the tight end position at 8.3 and 10.2. So, Jimmy Graham is viable. Um, We know how Nick Foles likes his tight ends. Uh, He had five targets. He actually had ten targets last week. Uh or the week before and week three, I'm sorry, and then he had five targets last week. So it was a twelve percent target share last last week, so depends how you want to do it. I would say it would either be Moon if you if you choose one offensive player, I'd probably say it's either Mooney or Graham. Graham's gonna be the higher owned of the two. And yes, of course it's you know, as long as Mooney plays there. But uh Chicago Bears defense, it's in play. Tampa's nine, uh, 19th in points allowed to the defense at 6. Again, NFL.com scoring, so just bear with it. Um, and then Cairo Santos, if you want to use the kicker on the other side. Uh, DVP rank of 13th, points allowed 7.5. So I think, like I said, both kickers, both kickers, both defenses are in play. Um, Fandu, uh both kickers, of course, no defense because they don't do the defense. Uh, running it back from the bear side, uh, Jimmy Graham. I'm going to stake my claim. I'm going to stake my claim with Darnell Mooney on there if he plays. If it's not Dar- if Darnell Mooney doesn't play, it's probably all in on Jimmy Graham. Uh, maybe a share of Allen Robinson because I think a lot of people are going to come off on him. David Montgomery, I do not. I just I don't I don't like it. There's something wrong with it. I see the points that are allowed, and he's getting a you know just a, really the majority share, but. I mean, you look at the DVOAs just of the defense or the offense alone. Total offense, 27th. Passing offense, 27th. Rushing offense, 26th. Offensive line, pass DVOA is 8th. Offensive line, rush DVOA is 8th. So the line's playing well. It's the players themselves. Uh, They hold... A little bit of more of an advantage in the passing game versus the running game, but uh, yeah, I, I I just I don't see it. I mean, game flow. David Montgomery is in play, but I'm going to tell you this: as far as the Bears side, you know, kicker defense, of course. Um. Jimmy Graham would be my first choice. Darnell Mooney would be my second. That would actually be the pivot off of Jimmy Graham. Um, or you could go full blown contrarian and trust in Allen Robinson and the target share. And that's contrarian. That's not stupid. Great players in tough spots tend to be lower owned. um, yeah, Ryan Sock up, Tampa Bay defense. Rob Gronkowski versus Cameron Brait. Uh depending upon the lineup build too, if you want to wait, or if you if you insert Gronkowski first and then work it down with your your lineup, and if you need the space, then you just go ahead and say, Okay, I'm gonna pivot with Cameron Brait. That's the way I would go there. Uh on Last but certainly not least, then, it would be Ronald Jones for me over Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, I understand how he looked in the passing game, but uh, Bears are pretty tough against running backs in the passing game. It's just on the ground they can be had uh, as long as the offense is willing to run at those attacking linebackers. So, um, yeah. Yep. Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Brate, Tampa D, Tampa kicker, and suck up. Uh, Your choice if you want to do David Montgomery. It's not mine. Uh, Darnell Mooney, Jimmy Graham, maybe Allen Robinson is a contrarian play. Uh, Bears defense and Cairo Santos. So that should be what? It's about eight eight guys one two three four five six, seven, eight, eight. okay it's eleven never mind <laughs> uh, just make up your lineup says how you wish um, I will be going to, I will be out earlier today so I'm I'm probably just gonna wait for the Darnell Mooney news to open or come out. Um, you know, the inactives for the game and then, uh, and then I'm going to be out for the night, but I'll make sure that everybody hears that, you know, Mooney is in or out. So that's what I got. That's what we're going to stick with. And, uh, Hey, good luck. Um, if you have any worries on, uh, players in other games for COVID related reasons, specifically in titans and buffalo go ahead and use some of the other players from other games just to be safe don't take the fucking zero if you don't have to but we should know more tomorrow have a good one guys and good luck